It's a minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2194, Unburden by Choice, and Pause, both by Ali Cornish of everthrive.org, and I'm Justin Mollick, the guy that's been reading to you every single day of the year for exactly six years now, if you can believe it. I hear from some listeners who have been listening from the beginning, and it means the world to me, and our team here of five different podcasts. It did all start with this one, again, exactly six years ago, so celebrating the anniversary today. And just wanted to thank you for listening, to our authors too, for letting me share their work. So on that note, let's get right to another author's work and continue optimizing your life. Unburden by Choice by Ali Cornish of everthrive.org. How choice does little for us except to paralyze us into anxiety and inaction. Ours is a society of plenty. More than ever, ours is a community of prosperity, of abundance. With abundance comes the luxury of choice. Options are a good thing, especially for consumers. For example, there's bound to be a type of jam or jelly for everyone in an aisle filled with countless jars of preserved fruit. Actively choosing to buy something like organic blueberry lavender jam adds to our personal identity and feelings of self-worth. Yes, we say, organic blueberry lavender is our favorite jam. We affirm our personal preference when we choose it, and our unique choice makes us happy. Additional choices and options should naturally give us an advantage, according to psychologist Barry Schwartz in his book, The Paradox of Choice. However, based on his evidence, more options make us less willing to actually decide on anything, or if we do, we quote, end up less satisfied with the result of the choice than we would be if we had fewer options to choose from, end quote. According to Schwartz, choice does little for us except to paralyze us into anxiety and inaction. We often turn to, quote, denial, ignorance, and willful blindness, end quote, when we are anxious and overwhelmed by choice or if we make the wrong decision. It is too difficult and time-consuming to research all the options and we defer our choices indefinitely. We become fearful of choice, fearful of failure. We don't wanna fail, so we don't choose. Instead, we leave the supermarket without any jam. In order to feel good about the decisions we make, we have to find ways to limit the options we must choose between. One way to do this would be to set up guidelines for each type of choice we have to make and strict criteria to govern these selections so that we can be satisfied with the outcomes. For instance, when we are faced with many options, we should break them into smaller groups and choose the best options from each of the smaller groups to avoid considering everything simultaneously. To illustrate this technique with the jam and jelly example, we can lump the jams into categories such as A, jams with seeds, B, jams without seeds, C, jams with added sugar, D, jams with natural sugar, etc. This type of decision-making or tournament style was dubbed most effective in reducing the anxiety-producing effects of choice overload in the MIT study, Reducing Choice Overload Without Reducing Choices. In addition to categorizing our options, we should learn how to differentiate between important choices so that we can accurately designate the time and energy suitable for the particular decision. For example, purchasing a home should take a lot more time, effort, and energy than deciding what jam to purchase. 
Anxiety occurs when we misappropriate time to choices that aren't very important in the grand scheme of life. In order to find clarity and simplicity in a society of abundance, we must learn to reduce the burden of choice. This is essential in finding satisfaction with each choice, big or small, that we make. When we limit ourselves, we can devote more of our resources to the real business of living our lives. In this way, we can truly affirm our personal responsibility, our individuality, and our autonomy. When we reduce the burden of choice, we can truly be free. Pause by Ali Cornish of everthrive.org. If you allow yourself to pause, you might feel love from an unexpected place. Most days begin in a rush and end in a sigh of relief. What follows is a listing of an average day. At dawn, wake up, take out the dog, eat breakfast, get dressed, pack work stuff and self into vehicle. Then weave in and out of the early morning rush to arrive at a destination where many hectic hours are logged. Some things are accomplished, but more to-dos are discovered and logged for future days that aren't hectic. Again, pack self back into vehicle, do the reverse commute, and end up home where the dog needs to go out, dinner needs to be created, eaten and digested, lunch for the next day needs packing, laundry needs folding, and then there might be some time to connect with loved ones and read a few pages of that lonely book on the nightstand. In a day's monotony, it is easy to lose yourself. Your actions, robotic, urgent, and repetitive, can limit your ability to feel present, human, and connected. One simple way to access your sense of self and unique point of view would be to press pause. In the middle of any task, try taking yourself out of it. Pause and focus on one aspect of that moment and think closely. Consider it. This could be the whir of air circulating from your desk fan, or it could be the intricate lacing of ice on the window pane. This tiny act of observation can allow for creativity to creep in stimulating your imagination and bringing your unique perception back to the surface. This helps you reconnect with your surroundings and may kindle a sort of partnership with your environment. If you allow yourself, you might be inspired by some poetic aspect of your surroundings. On a particularly challenging day, you might just be reassured by the subtle affection of a common red standpipe valve. You just listened to the posts titled Unburdened by Choice, and Pause, both by Ali Cornish of everthrive.org. I'm gonna keep this ending minimal today and for the six-year anniversary celebration of this show. Again, thank you for being here, whether it's six years, one day, or everything in between. Whether you're new or an oldie, as in OLD, Optimal Living Daily, not calling you old. No matter the case, it means a lot that you're here optimizing your life with me. So have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow in the Tuesday show where your optimal life awaits.